Good morning. Yo, yo, yo. What's popping? What's going on? It's Chan Man Ladon. Just chilling. Had a busy morning. Just getting caught up on. I, and I haven't even got caught up yet. I'm trying to get my uh, my desk and everything situated so that I can put my laptop up and get ready to touch base with y'all. So it's just been madness, craziness going on. I know, you know, the, you know, I'm not one to really talk about my personal life, believe it or not. Uh, you know, I know it seems oxymoron to start a podcast and. Um, and say things about my personal life, such as things I'm going through with my spouse and friends and everything. The main thing is, you know, I want y'all to be able to realize that, hey, um, you know, who, who I am as a person, as an individual, trust me, I'm not one to share anything personal about my life with anybody. You know, uh, I've gotten cussed out in the last three days, probably by three different people, because they're always they're saying to me, we just want to help you. We know you lost your job. We know you're Tiffany. Oh, my bad. We know your wife is leaving you. We know. We know your life is going downhill. Your life is a bowl of shit. We just want to help you. Why don't you ever just talk to anybody? Just talk to us. And I'm just like, nah, don't worry about it. I got it. I got it. I got it. And you always say that. You got it. Chat man always got it. He's always got it. I say, I got it. Just give me a second, okay? God, I I know it sounds it sounds haughty, it sounds prideful, it sounds like I'm trying to say like I'm the God's gift to the world. I'm not. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that God got me. God is, you know, God is my family. You know, I, I believe in God. Uh, and I know for a fact, God has been involved in my life. People say, how do you know God's been involved in your life? Show me your God. I say, man, do you feel the, the sun rays hit your skin? Do you feel the wind blow? Do you see that beautiful person that you're with? you see those two beautiful, three beautiful, four, five beautiful children that you're raising? All that. All that. I, you can scientifically prove it. I get it. I get it. But even science, I'm sure, has things they can't explain. I was just watching a show, and actually, they just came out with a second season. It's called The Unexplained. It's with William Shatner. That guy is, I don't know if he's trying to be hilarious, but he is hilarious. I like, he has me dying laughing on there because he'd be like, Is it truth? Is it fact? Is it fiction? Or is it unexplained? You know, I'm like, what's all that? And the whole show is terrible. Real quick, the whole show is terrible. Uh, I'm and I'm almost done with Sabrina, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. And seriously, if you got some time, you just looking for something else. Sabrina the Teenage Witch wasn't bad. It honestly was. It's um, it's a it takes Saved by the Bell uh, meets I don't know um, what's some other high school. Uh, it's, it's it's a high school joint. They got the 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 cafe that they go to like every day. Um, they got Harvey. She's dating Harvey and some other guy named Nick. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's witchcraft, so it's a lot of like devil wor- worship and shit. It's it, it's a lot of demonic shit. 
um, she solves problems, you know, um, uh, it's a brand teenage witch. It was pretty high. It's pretty high. I'm on my last couple episodes. Uh, you know, uh, I can't describe it. Saved by the Bell means, uh, I don't know. Some other high school teeny bopper shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's good. It's good. Um, the unexplained. It is so annoying because the show is completely almost pointless, but it just keeps you in because I can't even explain like what, like one episode, like, Oh, gosh, I can't even think of it right now. I gotta, I gotta rewatch an episode, and it'll come right back to me. But um, yeah, just um, uh, crap. I can't even remember what I was talking about. But yeah, just dealing with that mess. Um, yeah, just oh, oh yeah. I, I know that science can't explain everything that's going on in the world. Science can't. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, I know that they have some medical or some scientifical or whatever things that they're just unable to explain. And that's why also I want to get into finances because I'm not a, I'm not a medical person. I'm not an attorney. I'm not a, um, I, I'm not even really good with fixing cars. I can do enough to get the car started. You know, my method of fixing something is just to kick it twice. And if, and, and if it, that doesn't work, kick it a third time. And if that doesn't work, then that means it's broken and just, you know, get rid of it, you know, get a new one. Um, and that's not the way if like my lamp breaks, it's not working. Smack it twice. See what happens. TV breaks, smack it twice. See what happens. Like that big fat Greek wedding. If it's broke, spray some Windex on it. See what happens. But I know God's in my life. I know God is in my life. And they always say it doesn't seem like God shows up on time, but he always shows up when you need him or no, he never shows up when you need him, but he always shows up on time. And, and, and he and everything I know, um, that that's how it is. but you know when i think of god i think of god i don't think of a gender you know what i'm saying if we got people out here with 15 different genders and i'm not trying to sorry i that's and that's not what i mean you know that can identify themselves as they please that i heard some some people say that they identify themselves different than what they were categorized when they were born i don't know it's a whole lot of verbiage but that's what we need to do. We need to use more words to describe things, you know, you know, um, because sometimes there are not enough words to describe something. So, for example, if someone said, how do you feel about your wife, even with everything going on, trying to tear me down and trying to take everything from me? How do you feel about your wife prior to all this stuff going on? And even now, the word would be what? Love. But do I honestly feel like I'm in love with my spouse? To me, no. Not saying I, I feel like there's something else. There's something more. Could possibly even be spiritual. And we all feel that way about somebody we're dating or we're married to for a point in time, and then you move on and you find out that maybe they weren't the one. I think I even heard um, Sweetie and um, uh, Quavo talk about that. They were like, yo, I really thought Quavo was the one. I really thought Sweetie was going to be the one. You know what I'm saying? That's how we think. So I know God's in my life and I can't explain it. I can't explain it how, but I know it. And I know God is letting me know, Chan, you have no, nothing to worry about. Little, the thing that's about me is I have little, I guess, vision. I can't, God is even, I feel like explaining to me, you can't even fathom the things that I can do for you. Not even just here on earth, but in heaven as well. 
Okay, and I'm not trying to get religious here. It, the, the R in barf doesn't stand for religion. Because trust me, I'm not a good at religion as well. I'm on, I'm off. I'm, what do they say? Lukewarm makes God want to throw up. Well, trust me, I've probably given God a few hangovers. You know, he's, gosh, I can't deal with this guy, Chan. Got me all over the place. You know, but I know God's in my life. God has always looked over me. There's no doubt in my mind without God, I would definitely be six feet digging the dirt, or I'd be in jail. I, I, there's no doubt in my mind. Without God, God has a plan for not only me, God has a plan for all of us. Not just me. The only difference I would say between me and anybody else is that I've taken God into my life. And I know it doesn't mean that you have to be Christian, but I've also accepted Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. You know, other people may practice Hinduism, Buddhism, um, uh, Judaism. Uh, there's so many religions. People may practice other religions. I grew up Christian. I accepted Christianity. Trust me. This is one reason why I'm not hanging out with certain people. You know, um, They'll say things like, oh, you're just brainwashed. I say, man, you know, brainwashing is not a bad thing. If you really think about it, brainwashing is not a bad thing. It's just really, you know, who are you being influenced by? And if you're not being influenced by the right people who are around you, which, hence, one reason why I'm not really fooling with anybody right now, is I really felt like the circle of people around me uh, were not good influences for me. They're more so becoming bad influences. Uh, or lack of supportive influences. And if I continue to see my life going down that path, I see my life going down a path of constantly just confusion and pain, you know, and constantly trying to keep up with these people. You know, they'll say things like, oh, oh, your house isn't good enough. You should buy another, a better home. Oh, your job isn't good enough. You should get a better job. Oh, your car is so lame. You should get a better car. And when they say these things, it really hurts because you really worked hard for even my spouse. If if I was to tell somebody, oh, yeah, I love my spouse. I could hear someone saying, well, that's not a reason to get married. Well, this is my best friend. That's not a reason to get married. And, you know, they tear it down. You know, people really want to bring you to their level. You know, whether it's up or down or sideways, people want to bring you to their level. That's why I'm trying to do House of Barf, trying to get people not to my level, to be honest. I really try to get people above me. Be honest with you. Right handed God. I do want to do my part. Part of me is probably just a little bit narcissistic. I do want to do my part. I do want to be recognized. I do want to be seen. I do want to be honored a little bit. Not much, but I do want to. There's a part of me that's like, like, it's my time. It's my time. I spent too much time on the bench spending, making other people great, making other people better. Even people I didn't even know. There's times I moved to a different state, got a job, don't know none of these people. But I can see, no offense, you got the Caucasian who will cry and lie and steal their way to the top. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I think sometimes, to me, there's just different cultures. 
You know what I'm saying? I think there's people, but I think there's also different cultures. And I think part of the one thing that I've kind of noticed is, and I'm not saying it's everyone. I'm not saying it, you know, but one thing I kind of noticed with kind of black people, truth is something that's very important to black people. If you hear them all the time, what do you always hear? Man, look, I'm just going to keep it a buck with you. I'm just going to keep it a stack with you. Look, I'm going to keep it a hundred with you. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to keep it real with you or whatever it is. If you realize you get this a lot from black people, it's very, truth is a very honorable thing. It's a very thing that goes on. Now, there are a lot of liars who are black. I'm not saying that. But one thing I've noticed, and I could be wrong about this. I'm sorry. I've noticed with Caucasians. I'm I'm not sure about Asians, Latinos and whatnot. I can't speak for them. But I've noticed more so, you know, my Caucasian friends or whatever. I've noticed, not saying the large, but uh, cheating is better than repeating. Um. If you fail, you didn't try. Different things like this. You know what I'm saying? So it's not so much I look at it as a wrong thing, kind of like how cannabis was years ago or alcohol was or, or whatever. You know, uh, it's looked bad upon. You know what I'm saying? Jazz music was even looked at as uh, something bad for people. And now look at who listens to jazz, like the respectable people in your family, your grandfather, your, you know what I'm saying? Or your grandmother sitting in their room, listening to jazz music, which was because at the time jazz music was coming around, it, it, it wasn't, everything was about the church for a long time. Everything was about the church. If it wasn't gospel, you don't really need to be listening to it. And that's kind of how I grew up. Everything is either gospel or you can listen to blues. Classical music is okay. You know, you can listen to classical, but everything really surrounded around the church. You really gospel is all you need. You know what I'm saying? The Bible is really all you need. You want to join a book club? Go to church. You want to listen to music? Here's this Kurt Franklin. Besides Kurt Franklin, I saw, what was his name? Uh, They had a video of him drunk in the street or something. Craig Mack. Something like that. I can't even remember who it was. I was like, damn. You look just like me sometimes. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But, yes, I know for a fact God has really been in my life. And even when it doesn't look like he's in my life or God is in my life, it sometimes uh, I've even heard, I've seen a verse say, you know, when the flame appears to be on your butt, on your tail, you know, cooking them cheeks. Most people look at that as a bad thing. But God says, I'm molding you. I got I to gotta remold you. I kind of feel like in a period of the life that I'm going through right now, I feel like I'm being remolded. And I feel like that cheese commercial, that Cheez-Its commercial, where they're like, not done yet. <laughs> you know, are, are you done Hey, what do you call an elephant and a rhino? Hell if I know. <sighs> Not done. You know, <laughs> you know. that's where I feel like I'm in my life. I feel like God's really trying to remold me. And it's like, Chan, listen, I'm putting this stuff in your face. Okay? Even with House of Barf. Chan, you can, you can do it without any cuss words at all. You can do it. Chan, you can, you can be more confident when, you, when you're speaking. You can be louder when you're speaking. Even now, um, you know, I still try to keep 
you know, a good, a good tone. So these are kind of things, reasons why I bring up things about my personal life or personal beliefs that really don't align with barf is because instead of just starting this podcast, another podcast, it's like, hey, you want to be rich? Follow me. I'm going to give you advice. Matter of fact, I'm going to give you advice for $25.99. You know, and it's like, who is this person? You know what I'm saying? Who is this? There's 3 billion people in the world. This person, the point zero 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 one percent I'm supposed to be listening to this jerk off, this asshole, the one that's losing his house, the one that's losing his spouse, the one that lost his job, about to lose his car. I'm going to listen to this jerk off. You crazy. I'd rather go listen to this guy who's rich, who's a millionaire, who makes four hundred thousand dollars a month. Who has a Bugatti, who has a house, who has a wife. No offense. If you look, don't you realize that a lot of people have the same formula? Not saying that there's anything wrong with that, but a lot of times it's the same formula. You have to be married. You have to have children. You have to be happy. You have to dress nice. You have to wear, I mean, you have to um, drive a nice car. You have to make a a lot of money. I'm telling you right now, a lot of people have told me, Chan, listen, you want to, you really want to get listeners? Find a way to get rich. Do it on credit, whatever you got to do. Say, guess what I made last month? $100,000. Because all of a sudden, you could literally give the same advice. You could give the same information, correct information. But you're broke. You're broker than broke. You're poor. And if somebody's rich, you know people are visual creatures. People are very intelligent creatures. They know what they want. They know what they want. Now, in your head, you're like, man, people don't even know what they want. Because let's say, for example, you know, I like to speak to my trap stars. I feel like I haven't talked to my trap stars in a little while. God bless y'all. You'll know I'm praying for y'all. You know, I'm, one day I'm hoping to see a bunch of pharmaceutical salespeople, a bunch of entrepreneurs, and, and slowly watching so many pull themselves, you know, even even uh, uh, the the opening up a casino or or whatever, taking that trap mentality and taking it and putting it towards something that is going to put you in a situation that you can provide for your family, that you can provide for your community, your friends, and that you can also number one. Provide for yourself, right hand. I really mean that. Because a lot of the reasons why I think people are trapping, not to provide for themselves in the sense of getting themselves some shoes and some clothes. Yes, that too. Yes, even to provide for yourself in getting shoes, getting the electricity on, getting the water on. But even provide for yourself in the sense of the reason why you want to get those J's. Yes, you may be in the fashion. And the reason why you want to cut that water on and the reason why you want to get that electricity on, yes, everybody's cold. People want to take showers. I got that. But you've got this thing in your heart that says, I want to be the man or the woman or whatever, however you identify as yourself. I, I want to be that person. The little bit of narcissism. I want to be honored. I want to be noticed. I want people to acknowledge me. And what's the easiest way to get started? Well, 
we always see the bunch of junkies or the 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 d boys um standing outside we see them at the basketball courts and don't take away the basketball courts gosh darn i'm tired of every community ripping down the basketball courts such a fucking racist piece of shit those basketball courts change lives but then they'll put up something like a volleyball or a skate park which is fine but what i mean is what demographic typically plays basketball and what demographic is usually skateboarding you know what i'm saying um So what? There's a bunch of people at the basketball court. You know what I'm saying? What should really be taken care of is the activities that are going on in the basketball court. Not so much that there's so many people conjugated. But so even going to the trap, you know what I'm saying? And yes, you know, you want to provide for yourself. You're a beautiful person inside and out. And you just got to be able to nurture, you know, sometimes even myself when I've hung out with the trap stars. There was a piece of me that was like, yo, I want to be noticed. I remember, you know, I got my first cell phone and my phone didn't ring for 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. No joke. No lie. The only people that would call me, probably my mom, my dad, dead ass. My phone wouldn't ring at all. And I go to school. This, I'm in like high school and I go to school and you got these boys who's beep. all day and you're like yo what is it that they're doing that i'm not doing oh man you know me i got a bunch of bitches you know i got a bunch of bunch of bitches all over me okay so he's the bitch guy not not like that but that guy he got bitches okay i get it what about these other guys why is their phone ringing so much you know oh they're the party guys you know what i'm saying but whose phone is off the hook and on the hook you know if you're young and you may not understand there was used to be this little hook that you would hang your phone up on. You know what I'm saying? Click. You know what I'm saying? So the hook, you know what I'm saying? D-Boys. D-Boys. You know, uh, unlicensed pharmaceutical salesmen or women. Phones always off the hook. And I was just like, man, I, w- I want to hang out with that crew. I guess in a case you could even call them the stoners or whatever, the dealers, whatever you want to call them, label them. I'm not big into labels. So I start hanging out with them. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it was it was because I, I was corny. I was I was from the Midwest, you know, Bible thumping town. And I guess I wanted to be cooler. And to admit that to myself today makes me cringe. It's like, ugh. Damn, you loser. You know, but I grew from it. And, you know, I'm moving on. But I still had that mindset. You know what I'm saying? I still had the mindset of from hanging around them and seeing how things went down and what things were done. But, in a sense, going back to what I was saying, yes, we may think that consumers really don't know what they want. I, I've seen it with, you know, people. I've seen it. Literally. So, I had a I had a guy who, um, this was years ago, years years, fifteen years ago, twenty years ago, however you want to say, it, like twenty years ago, I had a guy that was, let's just say, 
I guess, let's say a gram was going for like $20. Let's say there was, there's this product and a gram, well, it's a little piece. A gram is little. That's, that's just a little bit. And let's just say it's going for $20, okay? Just using hypothetical numbers. It's going for $20. So this guy was doing packaging up grams, right? And it wasn't going so well. There was a lot of drama. People were upset. Oh, man, I didn't get three. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't get what I needed out of your gram. Oh, man, I usually get three. This time I only got two or, or whatever it is. I usually get, I don't know, 10. This time I got eight. You know, oh, man, what the fuck is going on, brother? So it was going bad. So my boy says, hey, I can't afford the extra. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm, um, I'm good. I'm good. Remember also, no offense, I'm not trying to say anything. I'm also from the, the suburbs. I grew up in the suburbs. Not saying all suburbs are good. That's the other thing that's a misconception. You grow, you grow up through the chains. You know what I'm saying? So your first suburban neighborhood may essentially be like half you know what I'm saying, uh, suburb, and the other half could be Section 8 housing. It still looks like a suburb, you know what I'm saying? The suburb basically just means you're about 30 to 45 minutes, maybe an hour outside of the the main city. That's what suburb means to me. I don't know if that's a fact, but that's what it means. You moved away directly from the city. So that's like saying every community outside of the city is a perfect neighborhood. No, no. Not at all. You know what I'm saying? And being a person from the suburbs that also would go to the city daily, still do. I mean, everything's in the city. Um, you know, there's a lot of similarities. You know what I'm saying? It's not much different. Uh, it's just mainly, did you grow up directly in the city? Of course, the city is going to be more activity going on. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot more people. And there's a lot more lights and attention. People are narcissistic. Pay attention to me. Look, I'm going to commit this felony just to get attention on me. And now I'm going to jail. Everybody look at me. You know, nobody ever, not very too many people go to jail with their head down. They usually got their head up. Eh, come on, look at me. <laughs> got to get my clout. You know, so, but yeah. So, um, basically talking to my boy, he's like, yo, I'm good. I really am not struggling. So I can I can afford the extra because I don't want the stress of always trying to tell people like, yeah, man. Yeah. Listen, you're straight. You know what I'm saying? You're good. You're good. Like, trust me. It's it's all there. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, because everybody not may not be able to, you know, measure it right away. They, they have different ways of measuring. So um, getting flipped out. So it essentially puts like, let's just say put. 1.2 or 1.3, uh, you know, a gram, you know, plus 0.2 or something. So they're putting it on the packaging, on the packaging, and even change the packaging. Change the packaging from uh, ripped off grocery store bags, Ziploc bags, whatever you could grab. Change it. Also got valves. So starts putting 1.2, 1.3 in there. And even gets flipped out on more by the customers flipped out more i'm not kidding flipped out on man what's going on all this shit ain't right he's like yo i put 1.2 in all those packages 1.3 everybody's getting a 0.2 or 0.3 extra 
So one thing also I learned is when you give somebody a 0.2 or 0.3 extra, you can't give it to them in the package. You have to give them the package and then you have to give them on top and say, here's a little bit extra for your, for your service. As well, you could also skimp them and then give them the extra 0.2 or 0.3, which is really what they're supposed to be getting. But you say, here's this extra makes them feel special. So my boy says, you know what? Fuck all these consumers. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I'm sticking this game, but now I'm ripping people new ones. So what does he do? Breaks the packages down to 0.5s, 0.7s, 0.8s in every package. I'm like, oh, shit, this shit is about to go down. This shit is not going to make people happy. From that day on, I don't know how much longer, never heard another complaint from a customer. Never heard another complaint. Matter of fact, it churned up. People were getting less. That's what I'm trying to say. They were not even getting a full gram. They were getting 0.7s, 0.8s. People didn't even complain. The only people that may complain is if they had, you know, what we would call a scale. Sometimes you would hear some people call it the bench. And then they could actually put it on the scale. And So that's another thing you could do. You could also just put, put it on the scale in front of them. You know what I'm saying? But when you get into that stuff and you're in the trap, now you're getting into a whole other world. Now you're getting into distributing, all that shit. That's that shit that you're going to be doing hard time. You know what I'm saying? You got packages. You got scales. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to remember, it's not illegal to be high. It's illegal to distribute. You know, if you're high, they're going to send you to rehab, tell you to get healthy. If you're distributing, you're going to jail. And this is what they're going to do. This is some shit that's conspiracy theory, but this is what they're really going to do. You're going to get out. (laughs) You're going to get out so quick. And everybody's going to say you snitched, but you didn't snitch. Right hand. You didn't snitch at all. When you were in there, all you did was sleep. You slept. You used the bathroom. You know, you ran into a couple of your homeboys. Like, oh, shit, I knew I, knew I didn't see you for a while. So, yeah, hey, well, you know, no, why? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you run into a few of your homeboys. You, you know what I'm saying? You watch TV. You play basketball. You ain't telling nobody nothing. Next thing you know, you're going to find out you, you're getting out. You know what I'm saying? You're getting out. You're about to go home. That's not the, that's not the end of it. Police, the, the system has a recidivism rate of, I know we're not even talking about nothing about barf. It has a rate of like, I can't remember what it is. It's like, I, I can't, I don't know how to describe the percentage, but there's a, 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 a it's something like, I, I want to look it up real quick. This is something we're going to look up later because this has nothing to do with barf. But essentially, there's a time when people are going to stop committing crimes on your, on your schedule. There's a time when you get out of jail, you are more likely to commit a crime your first day out. than six months later, six months later, because you also got to remember people brains are developing. They're growing. They're getting better. You know? So when you first get out, you're more likely to commit a crime. And as the time goes by, you're less likely to commit a crime, less likely to commit a crime, less likely to commit a crime. So they're going to let you back out. 
And once you get back out, they're just going to follow you. It's like they put like one of those uh, um, monitors on animals. They put they put that on you as as a, you know, what I'm saying as somebody who's been recently released, they put it on you. They let you get back around your crew. They let you hang out and they're just watching. They're just watching. And they're watching. That's why if you talk to a lot of people, they'll say, damn, I got locked up three times in one year or in six months or in 10 months. Why do you think that why do you think that was? They were watching. They essentially set up the trap and you fell into it. You know what I'm saying? It's, and I know it sounds crazy. These police aren't omnipotent. They, they're not everywhere. They can't see everything I'm doing. These police officers have a system. It's an organization. It's an institution. They study crime. There's, a, there's literally a crim, criminology, criminal justice. These are studies of crime and how people behave and how they move. You know, so going to that, talking about that, sometimes we can be out here and say that consumers really don't know what they want. But consumers are very intelligent. They know what they want. They know what they're trying to get. Now, I can't really remember why I was saying that consumers are smart. I got I to gotta figure out what I was. It'll come back to me. This stuff comes right back to me um, like after I stop. So I've been talking for about 33 minutes about nothing. You know what I'm saying? Just touching base with y'all. Um, but yeah, er- other than that, everything's going really well. July 4th weekend was great. It was bittersweet. Again, spent it with my children. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we had a great time. Uh, I mean, it's always great when you kick it with the little ones. They're, they're the best ever. And I had to apologize to them every day for saying, you know, I apologize that I am the way I am and that I've, 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 I, you know, you know, I, I wish like I could have done better and provided, and I'm working on making sure that they stay happy and with everything that's going on. I mean, you know, um, but on the other end, uh, as you know, I'd be whining, crying about my spouse. My spouse didn't want to spend the holiday weekend with me at all. Didn't want to see me. Was out doing their own thing. Um, you know, just doing their thing. So it hurt. You know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, you know. Am I that bad of a person? And I guess I am. And I don't want to scam y'all. You know how many times I've said it? Yo, there's a lot of people out here who hate me. Hate me. One thing I tell you, too private. He never tells you. You ever realize he just sits there and listens? You, and you go around telling all your business, but do you know any of his business? Um, oh, I got so many people call me a liar, uh, cheater, deceiver. I got people calling me so many hypocrite. I got so many people calling me so many names. You know, um, a hater. Um, I can't even think of it all. I can't think of all the names people call me. Now, even if, let's just say I am a liar and a scam artist. And I'm trying to scam y'all into investing into my podcast, talking about business, accounting, regulation, and finance. The book of Eli even said, I mean, show in that movie, it was a Denzel Washington, some of those, you know, they're using the Bible. Um, let's just say I am scamming. I'm, I'm trying to be one of these cryptocurrency people, one of these people uh, that did the accounting for Dennis Rodman, 
uh, there was a lady who had a cryptocurrency and everybody invested. I can't remember what it was called. It was like, it was called like Sun, Sun One or something. It was, it was, a, it was like Sunshine One. It was, a, it was a very positive cryptocurrency. Complete scam. There was no cryptocurrency, nothing. Warren Buffett, there was no trading, no investing, nothing. Now, let's just say even I scam, right? And the one thing about my scam, I haven't received a dime, a penny. Even from people that I've um, uh, assisted, you know what I'm saying? Not, not like as an advisor, not trying to break any regulations or anything. But, you know, they say, hey, Chan, can you just t- talk to me about stocks and bonds and mutual funds and ETS? And can you just teach me something? Because I'm getting older and I got $36,000 in my savings account. And it's, it's at a credit union. That's what they're so excited about. It's at a credit union. So at least they know they're getting more than they would at, uh, you know, at one of the regular banks. But I feel like I could be making more off my money. I'm making about a dollar a month. So, like, okay, great. So you're making about $12 a year. Yeah. And I was thinking about getting a CD. And the CD was going to give me, you know, another percent or something. Okay. So uh, with that, you'll probably make, you know, let's just say $7 a month. All right. And $7 a month. Um You'll be making, what's that, like $84 a year, something like that? I can't think. 70, yeah, like $84 a year, 77 times 12. Um, so, okay, doing great. That's, an, that's a huge increase from $12 a year to 84 I can't do the math in my head right now, but 12 24 36 48 54 uh, 54 uh what is that? Is it? I, I feel like I'm going off track. Like 48, uh, 60, 72, you know, 84. So that's seven times. You, you increased your assets by seven times. Fantastic. You should be proud of yourself. Okay. But if the goal is growth and your risk tolerance, you're willing to take on a little bit more risk. It may be time to look to start looking into different investments. And again, as I always tell people, investing is not just something that you get a return, an immediate return on your money, like a stock. If you need to get to work, you you know what I'm saying? Something like that. You may need to invest in buying a car. And I know everybody says, oh, cars are depreciation. But let's just say public transportation isn't working out for you. It's not working out. You're late. You're going to get fired next time you're late. You're trying to make it to this daycare. You're trying to make it to this adult daycare or this hospital. You're trying to do all these things, and public transportation is just not getting you there. It may be time to invest in a car. Now, a car is a depreciating asset or something or a liability or whatever you want to call it. And, and, and I'm not sure about all cars, but that's the rule of thumb. Okay, cars depreciate. That's a rule of thumb. It's not necessarily true. There's probably some cars out there, the 1969 something or whatever, which increases in value or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because it's an antique or, or because it's just a one of a kind or something. So every year it increases in value. That's not usual for every car. Every other car usually is going because it's falling apart. Every day you drive that car, it's falling apart, you know. So you say you need to invest in a car to get to work. So everything is not going to be like a stock or whatnot. Uh, let's say that you've been working telemarketing job after telemarketing job, 
customer service job, and these things are tearing you apart. And you've always had uh, an infatuation with, you know, photography or something. It may be beneficial to buy a $10,000 camera or a $10,000 lens and get out there and start doing photography. You know, or if you're just like, yo, I don't really want to mess with stocks and bonds. You know, there's land. You can buy land. You can buy real estate. You can do equipment. There's so many different things. You can you can start fixing cars for people like me who don't know really how to fix cars or start fixing up houses for people like me who really don't uh, know how to fix things around the house. DIY, do it yourself projects. It's not for me. I would not. Man, I tried to fix a cabinet or something recently. It didn't didn't work out for me. It's just not me. Not saying I'm not smart enough or whatever. It's just not me. Like, I hate to say this. I'd rather pay somebody to just get it done right the first time instead of me going around spending all this money trying to, you know, trying to fix it myself. And also, I know this may sound lazy. I have no interest as well. No, that's today, not saying tomorrow or a week from now or a year from now. Well, I say, you know what? I really want to start learning how to fix things around my house. Possibly. And I don't see myself getting there, but possibly. You know, I I, I will say this. I am a person who loves to experience new things all the time, all the time. I told you, I'm the wild child. I love to experience new things all the time. That's why I'm also kind of in a rut now in my life because with the money and everything, the way it was going, um, my, my life fell apart. I haven't been traveling. Uh, and, and trust me, I haven't even been outside the United States. But I go to Miami two, three times a year. Um, I would love to go to California, uh, you know, stop, you know, once or twice a year. I would love to go to Atlanta once or twice a year and then even do different things like going to Maine and not different, but different for me going to like Maine and getting some lobster or going to Wisconsin and trying some cheese or go to New York. And New York is a little bit closer to me, but I haven't really been in a while. There's this restaurant. I think it's called Carbones. Like I hear the celebrities talk about and just go try out Carbones. You know what I'm saying? Come back home. That's the way I like to live my life. You know what I'm saying? What do you want to get for dinner tonight? Oh, my favorite uh, Greek restaurant. Oh, what? Kava? No. Such and such uh, in, in Athens, Greece. Oh, okay. I think I saw something like that. It was either in- Invincible, some show on Amazon Prime, or The Boys or something. It's like, where, 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 where are we going for dinner? I was like, oh, I'm going to go to your favorite Thai restaurant in Thailand. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's how I like to live. Dead ass. So, and then I'll make my way back home because I want to come home. I want to be in my, my spot. My, my, my couple of my boys call it my casket. They, they say stuff like, uh, for a lot of people, their house is going to be their casket. You know what I'm saying? Because um, a lot of people don't get out and live. They pay their mortgage. They pay their car note. They buy their bag of weed or, or pack of cigarettes, bottle of liquor. You know, whatever they're purchasing, they sit down, they turn on Netflix or play their Xbox or PlayStation. And they're going to do that for until they got to go to work or until something comes up. And, yeah, they'll occasionally go to a wedding here and there in Brazil or Cuba. You know what I'm saying? But for the most part, yeah, what you up to? I'm in the house. I'm in the house. I'm in the house. 
time just going by. Oh, and, and you know, and everything. So sometimes my boys will call the house the, the casket. Um, but yeah, um, I can't even remember what I was talking about. But in a sense of, even if, let's just say I'm a complete scam artist. Um, which again, I haven't even accepted a dime. Again, even for people that I've assisted, and not, not like, you know, gave them advice or anything, but just can you talk to me about stocks and bonds on it? And I'll talk to them, and they'll open up an online brokerage account, and they'll start getting ready to trade, and they start moving forward, or they'll go to JM Bullen, you know, or I can't remember the other one, Apex, or whatever one you want to go to. And they'll start getting into precious metals, start acquiring silver, start acquiring gold, palladium. You know, they say, you know, I don't really want to do the stocks and bonds thing, but I've been looking at that that uh, precious metals. I like that. You know, I'm going to get me 10 ounces of gold this week. And I'm going to hold on to it. I'm going to hold on to it till my children get old. Because gold has been around for 5,000 years, and it seems to always appreciate. Now, I'm not saying that's true, but these are things people notice. So, you know, um, even from the people that I've assisted, I haven't accepted a penny or dime. I don't, I don't charge no money. I don't give them no money put in their account. They don't give me no money. So everything in their account is their money. And they, they see it appreciating. They see it, the volatility. They see it changing. Or or lose, they see their money working. They say, "Oh my goodness, it's my money's going to work like a job." Nine thirty to four p.m. Eastern Standard Time, in the stock market at least, your money should be at work. You go to work, so does your money. And the nice thing about this is, you're earning money for something that you're not even doing. You're not nowhere near. You're chilling. You did your research, you made your investment, now you're focused on family, friends, work, whatever you got going on, until, again, you got to rebalance, I would say every six months to a year, depending on, now me, I keep an eye on the market every day, but that's me, you don't got to be me, every six months, every three to six months, and if you got a partner or spouse that's not interested or don't want to hear nothing you got going on, tell them to sit down with you and just look. Just look, you know, but, you know, sometimes you can't force people. But, you know, uh, just say, hey, look, I'm about to rebalance the account. Just see how it's doing. I made these investments six months ago and I'm doing my my biannual check. I'm going to go in there. OK, everything's looking good. Oh, we made a lot of money on this one. I'm going to go ahead and sell some of that out and I'm going to use it to pay bills or take you out to steak dinner night or to help us travel during the summer. Because, um, yeah, you could do January to June. That's six months. And then June to December. So you could stay on that cycle. And, um, or is it January to, yeah, it's, yeah, January, February, March, April, May, June, July. Oh, sorry, it would be January to July. Yeah. And then July to August, September, October, November, December, January. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's J and J. January to July, July to January. So J and J. You could be on the J and J timeline. Okay, and then um, you say, hey, we're going to use this money for our trip to Disney World uh, during the summer, and then we're going to use it to pay for Christmas gifts 
at the end of the year. You know, and we're going to stay on that cycle. You know, or whatever, pay bills or use it to make other investments. You know, you say, you know, I'm going to take it from here and I'm going to, I see this investment um, is a fallen knife. But you know what? I'm going to try to catch this fallen knife. Fallen knife is a theory. When a stock is falling, don't try to catch it. <laughs> Just let it go. You know what I'm saying? And some people may say, I, I'm going to double down. You know what I'm saying? Or I'm going to try to catch this fallen knife. You know, um, now I don't know the term technically, but um, yeah, you know, I'm going to try to catch this fallen knife. So I'm going to take some of our winnings in this one. I'm going to put it in this one and see if this thing turns around. So you do your rebalancing and then six months you come back. But again, last thing I just want to say, because I've been talking, I'm going on 50 minutes. This is a, this is an actual conversation. This is an actual podcast. We haven't even got the barf. So I'm probably going to cut this one off, call it Chan Man Just Rambling, and then uh, probably put July 5th, 2021, or 2023, and roll out. But even if how I truly believe means to an end, this is what I believe in, means to an end. You know what I'm saying? As long as you're not putting all your money into it and everything, or, or it's not changing who you are or making any detrimental changes or whatever, you know, I just want to make sure, you know, it's nothing too crazy, but all means to an end. Again, if you're trying to join the military and you lose all that weight and then you don't get the job at the military, hey, does it really matter? At least you got healthy. You're healthy now. Or you're at a healthy weight now. If you, if you try to get married and you achieve all the success, uh, buy the house, nice home, got some nice cars, started a business, uh, got beautiful children, friends, all that, and the marriage doesn't work out, hey, there's still a lot that came out from it. So I truly believe if you're not putting any money into Chan Man, right, and I'm not putting any money into you, and I'm a scam artist, right, everything I'm saying is a scam, I'm lying, but it's able to benefit you, you know, but at some point it found out a Chan man was uh, screwing people over with his advice and he ain't never did shit. He just is a liar and he got fired and he's a total loser, right? Oh, we got scammed. Well, you didn't put no money up. And there's actually some, hopefully, hopefully there's some good content in there. And you can say, ah, oh, Chan Man got caught. He in jail doing a hard time. You know what I'm saying? For lying or whatnot. But I can still use some of his techniques. In research, if I want to figure something out, just like Chan Man was showing, I could just do my own fucking research. Or um, I've been really wanting to um, understand what does it mean when they talk about monetary uh, fiscal policy? What is that? Or I've been really wanting to understand uh, gross domestic product. What is that? Or I've been really wanting to get my license in to start a cannabis company. You know, and I don't think I really touched on that. But, you know, or even topics that are important to me, for example, gamification. Why is gamification so important to Chan Man? And you just want to just check it out. You know, now to correct things, one thing I'm going to work on 
in the years upcoming is really working on my words because I'll I'll just spew words out and not give a shit. So I'll say, what if I am a scam artist? And to me, I'm like, yo, but I said, what if I am a scam artist? I didn't say I am a scam artist. You know, but if you take the words, I am a scam artist, it's like, well, no, 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 that's not what I said. I said, what if I am a scam artist? You know, and and uh, and I don't really give a shit because I'm like, fuck it. If they don't want to listen to me, fuck them. Or they don't, they uh, offer that bullshit, screw them. They weren't for me anyways. All money ain't good money. You, and you, that's true. All money ain't good money. Um, But I do want to work on my words because I realize I'm starting to realize in my mid-30s, words really have power. One thing I'll tell you real quick. I've always told my spouse that they weren't going to stay with me long. I've always said it. I was just like, you ain't going to stay with me long. You're going to divorce me and find somebody else and that makes you happy and blah, 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 blah. I, I would say that. You know, uh, really hoping that it wasn't going to happen. But. Over time, I'm looking, I'm like, wow, you manifested this to happen. You made this happen. You said it was going to happen. And look, now, and you may not say it to a lot of people, but you think it and you say it. So when I say things like, I'm going to go to work and I'm going to have a great day today, that's going to happen. Or if you say, I'm going to try to go holler at this girl and she's going to turn me down. It's going to happen. So I really want to change the words I say, for example, in this game of BARF, business accounting, regulation and finance. I am the expert. I am smart. I am confident. And I am going to get my wife back. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that one's real. Okay. All right. Let me say. But um, I am, I, I'm not going, oh gosh, I'm, I'm going to try. I'm not going to get divorced. I'm going to make, make it work with my wife. I hope. Okay. So, <laughs> you see, it's hard. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah, I'm really going to work on what I'm saying. I'm going to get an advertisement soon. I'm going to get an advertisement soon. And I'm going to start getting paid off that advertisement. And I'm going to start getting paid a lot of money. I don't know. I don't know how much because I don't even know what a lot of money is. Dead ass. I've never received a lot of money. Um, and I'm going to get a lot of money. And I'm going to create some of the best hip-hop, R&B, pop, business, accounting, regulation, and finance content that there is on this planet. Yeah, that was a stretch. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> and I am. It's going to be a place. There's a show on HBO real quick, and I'm going to cut this off. Where there's two women on a stage talking. Uh, then there's Mad Money. So the two women on the stage talking. Mad Money, Breakfast Club, Million Dollars Worth of Game, Drink Champs, Wall Street Trapper. Uh, even the man show with Jimmy Kimmel and his buddy. And I'm not even a Jimmy Kimmel fan to be dead as I don't know. There's something about the guy that I don't know. Just, you know, I don't really watch Jimmy Kimmel too much. But I remember the man show and how it was all over the place. Um, you take shows like those. And that's really what Barf is. It's a combination. Issa Rae uh, on uh, kind of insecure slash quirky uh, 
girl or whatever. All that, all that, all these things are the things that have kind of, not to mention, I don't even want to leave out people like Russ Parr and Olivia Fox and uh, Tom Jorner and um, Ricky Smiley and um, uh, I, I can't even remember, 106 in Park and uh, and even the new lady that came on the Russ Parr show, I can't remember her name. Uh, she has kind of more of a raspier voice. Um Angela, uh, um, Angela Yee. Oh, I already said the Breakfast Club. Uh, what's her name? Angie Martinez. Um, all these, all these things. Fat Joe, um, Mike Tyson, Shannon Sharp. Um, um, all these people, all these people have. I I take all that in Mad Money. That's as I said with the uh, Jim Cramer and. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't want to leave out Skip Bayless either. You know what I'm saying? Um, all these things have, you know, colossal together. I don't know if I said uh, they, they've compiled together to make what I wanted to make when it came to House of Barf. I want to make something wild, something crazy, uh, something fun. But also I want to touch on business, accounting, regulation and finance. And I don't know how to do all that. You know what I'm saying? Because I really want people to really get to know Chan, man. Because I really am a wild guy. Like Nickelodeon, like Splash, Slime stuff. Uh, But also, it's a way to get people to want to pay attention to business, accounting, regulation, and finance. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not, in my personal opinion, this is something I don't like when people say, it's not that hard. Or all you got to do is, or it's easy. That's bullshit, that's bullshit, and that's bullshit. Don't fucking say that shit to me because it pisses me off. Because if it was fucking easy, I would have been fucking doing it. I would have created an algorithm right now. I would have created an artificial intelligence person right now that could handle all my business and accounting and my finances and everything. And I would just be sitting on my ass letting them handle all the account. Oh, man, Tesla's got a P.E. ratio of this and blah, blah, blah. We should really sell it right now. Thank you, AI. It's like, no problem, Chan. You know, it's like, thank you, man. Now I'm going I'm to go uh, smoke the cigar and uh, I'm going to go sip on me uh, some wine or some cognac real quick. Or, or should I get me an IPA? You should really not sip on IPAs because they have a lot of carbohydrates in it. You'd be better off sipping on some, you know, I'm like, okay, AI, I see you. What about that Chipotle later? Should I get that? You should really chill on the Chipotle looking at your feces. It looks like you have a lot of, you know, it's like, oh, you in my toilet too? I'm all over, Chan. I'm AI. (laughs) Say, all right, AI. And trust me, one day AI is going to not be in existence. It's going to be something else. I don't know what it is, but everybody—it's—it's a life cycle of business. But all right. So I spent about an hour uh, talking about a bunch of bullshit. I got a lot of stuff I got to do today. Uh, Still got my AC that I got to get worked on. Uh, My spouse has uh, some stuff. I don't know. She got some people that are about to call me and fuck my world up. Um, uh, the banks still screwing me over, uh, so I got to call them. Uh, so I got a lot of stuff going on that deal with business accounting, regulation, and finance, and I really want to share this stuff, but also I do want to just get back to the market and everything. So I appreciate anybody and everybody who decided to take time out of their wonderful day to come kick it with your man. I appreciate it. This is Chairman House of Barf.